We're well into Steelers training camp, and certain players are turning heads, especially these rookies. There's a lot of talk about Najee Harris, but Pat Fryermuth is really impressing the coaches and his fellow teammates. Eric Ebron has a cool nickname for that tight end group. We're going to get into that nickname, what we're seeing and hearing out in the training camp, and how we see the tight end group playing into Matt Canada's offense in 2021. And we'll also talk about Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback who a lot of people are tying to maybe being a future Steeler with all the drama going down in Green Bay, all right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. It's going to be an exciting show, so let's get into it. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Remember, if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can also listen to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, and the app Odyssey. It's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. If you are enjoying this show and you want to help us out more, subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's a big help. If you can watch it on there, that's great. If you can give us a five-star rating with a positive comment on Apple Podcast, you will get a special shout-out at the end of the show. Thanks to all those. Now, as always on Wednesdays, I am not alone in this show. We've got our guys that make up the agency. And when I say the agency, you know I'm talking about our friend, Dean I.M. Pietro, and Josh Axelrod of, the, of Channel 11, WPXI, and the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Now, we're doing this show. It's our first time doing the three of us on YouTube. So it's a little bit of experimentation. Please work with us. Pardon our dust as we're working through how this is going to happen here on YouTube. But it's time for an exciting show. So uh, without further ado, I wanted to get to talking to you guys. First of all, Dean, how have you been, my man? Oh, it's been good. Um, you know, it's great to see the training camp is back. That means football is closer. And we're going to have plenty of things to talk about here with the agency. <laughs> and as always, the agency is known for the C, the I, the A, because Dean's the I, I'm the, I'm the Carter, he's the I am Pietro, and Josh is the Axelrod uh, as we get, as we break a thing down here. Josh, how have you been, kind sir? I've been good. It's been uh, interesting following uh, the Steelers from afar and not having to actually cover them. It's a lot more fun, personally, and I just enjoy talking about them, and I'm excited to talk about them with you guys. Well, the first thing we're going to talk about is this tight end group today, because the tight ends are an interesting part of this team. We know the Steelers are stacked at wide receiver. We know that they have a running back that everyone's excited to see in Najee Harris. We know that the offensive line is a big question mark, but Eric Ebron did show that he could be a good receiving tight end last year, as long as he doesn't drop as many passes, and... They drafted a tight end in the second round of the NFL draft this year in Pat Fryermuth out of Penn State. Now, throughout minicamp, we heard that he was silky smooth from Eric Ebron, and he was liking how they were looking. But on Tuesday at, at Heinz Field during Steelers training camp practice, he was talking to the media. It looks like we lost Dean for a second there. We hope he'll be back soon. Um, but uh, we, were, we, were, we were talking to, to him in the Steelers media, and he called the tight ends the badasses. 
pardon our language, and it looks like we got Dean back. It looks like we back. For, for, for. Um, we're cutting down the feedback there. Sorry, like I said, pardon our dust as we go through go through these. But as I, as I was saying, uh, uh, Eric Ebron said, you know, said that the the tight end room is now called called the badasses as as dubbed by tight end coach Alfredo Roberts and Eric Ebron said, tight ends, we should be badasses. We should block ass. We should be able to run badass routes and we should be able to score on anybody in a badass way. That's, that's a swagger. That's interesting to the tight end room. Cause when you think of Steelers tight ends, you think of Heath Miller, you think of Jesse James, you think of guys who didn't talk much. Um, even though Heath Miller, if he talked, everyone would have been like, okay, he, you could talk and everyone loved to chant Heath, but this is a group that's bringing some swagger Dean, I want to get a sense of how you're feeling about this new tight end situation in Pittsburgh. Well, <laughs> they're only allowed to be called the badasses because we declined that name and took the agent. <laughs> okay. So they can have the badasses, and that, that's perfectly acceptable. Um, I, I, like, I like Ebron's attitude. Um, you know, he's not being disgruntled having the guy coming in in the second round. Uh, he doesn't appear to feel threatened. Um, he's being a really good teammate, and it sounds like there's a lot of unity in that tight end room, and that is something fantastic to see. Um, I like, you know, Coach Tomlin's uh, hearing him, uh, you know, he's catching the ball, and every time he says, yeah, but let's see you block. So, you know, in the coming days, we're going to see how well Fryermuth can block, and that's a lot of what he's going to do. And I think you got two tight ends with two different skill sets, and I think that's going to be real complimentary, and it's going to be a problem for other teams if Fryermuth lives up to his reputation. That's great stuff there, Dean. Um, we're looking at we're looking at a situation where there could be two legitimate t- receiving threat tight ends here. But you're absolutely right, Dean. Part of this is going to be the blocking and to put to 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 clarify what Dean was saying for the for people Steelers fans who might have missed this, Mike Tomlin, it was reported by Brooke Pryor of ESPN that Mike Tomlin, every time Pat Frymuth would snag up a, a beautiful pass, he'd be like, But can you block though? And you know, say that uh out, out loud so that everyone could kind of hear it. And, and you know, it's saying like, hey, and also I should clarify, yesterday I was saying on the podcast, uh our on, on Tuesday's episode, you know, I was saying that for Tuesday that the Steelers would be in full pads. They were not. It was it actually turned out that they're gonna wait until Wednesday to do full padded practice, uh, which kind of makes sense when you step back and think about it. They need they want to make sure that after a day off on Monday, they wanted to ease into contact on Tuesday. Josh, uh, with contact coming, we're gonna get, get to see these guys blocking. I wanted to get a sense from you how you feel about about hearing the tight ends and the swagger that they got right now. It's good stuff. It's uh, I don't know that it's entirely earned yet, and I don't even say that as a as a derogatory thing. I just say that as I like that these guys want to be that. That's a good goal to attain. Going out there and being badass on every down, no matter what they're doing whether they're catching, whether they're blocking, whether they're just there as distractions. They want to be known. They want the league to know that, yo, we're badasses. Something, something's going to happen with us on just about every play, and you have to worry about us on every play. And, I mean, I, I, I think Ebron, again, is one of our better uh, free agent acquisitions of the last few years. His big problem was that he sort of, toward the end of the season, end of the season became known as a ball dropper. And that is not very badass. So that needs to be fixed, obviously. And Pat Fairmuth is coming in with all the physical gifts that you want to identify tight end to have. And 
he needs to come in and I, in training camp, he seems to be acting pretty badass. I, we keep seeing all these reports of beautiful catches and him catching everyone's eye. So yeah, no, I, when I say it's unearned, I just want to be clear. It's they got to go out on the field for 17 games, 17 plus games a year and do it. But I love that that's what they're trying to accomplish is to go out there and everyone know that, hey, these are the badasses. Watch out. Enough about the swagger. We're going to talk about some of the on-field things we need to see from this tight end group for the Steelers to take the next step. We're going to do that after the break. So stick with us here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. But first, I got to talk to you guys about our sponsors at betonline.ag. Remember, with betonline.ag, football season is approaching, and you'll want to get in on all their gambling action at betonline.ag, which is the best online sports book. You can get all the odds on records, stats, awards, and season winners on the NFL season right at betonline.ag. Pittsburgh fans, the over-under for you, for wins this season for your guys, it's set at eight and a half, which means as long as Mike Tomlin Steelers avoid their first losing season in his time coaching, you can win money easily at betonline.ag. You can also bet on all the MLB action all going on this summer, but before the next pitch or before the first snap of the season, get over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news to, and sign-up bonuses and contest information. Head to the website or your mobile device on your mobile device right now, sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And don't forget to use that promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, capital, all capital letters, all one word, Locked On for BetOnline.ag your online sportsbook experts. We'll be right back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Josh Axelrod and D9 and Pietro, the agency here on Wednesdays on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Now, Dean, you brought up a very interesting point about Mike, Mike Tomlin emphasizing the blocking and making that a huge part of it. Ebron was not a good blocker last year. It was just, it wasn't existent. We saw it. There were times where it was kind of like, mm, did he even want to block that on that play? Pat Frymuth didn't need to be a blocker at Penn State. He was the focal point of the offense at times, and he was more of a receiving threat. But I think it's a good – Ebron is who he is. He's been a first-round pick tight end for years. He was a high draft pick by the Lions. He's established himself there and then played for the Colts. Now he's with the Steelers. He's a veteran. He's He is who he's going to be. But these are the formative years of Pat Frymuth's career. It's really important for him to, see, to, to establish that tone. What do you think is going to be like – for for Pat Fryermuth to if if he can be that dual threat tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year, he is a key to the success of this offense. You have a very young offensive line. Of course, he's a rookie. Okay, but when you've got more bodies out there blocking, you've got more chance of success for Najee Harris. We've got more bodies out there blocking. You got more success for Ben Roethlisberger. If you've got someone who can block and catch the ball, you have another threat, yet another threat, where you've got Deontay and Juju and Ebron and Claypool and Washington. I wouldn't want to be a defensive coordinator looking at this Steelers team right now. Plus the fact that they're motivated, they're being underestimated across the league. They're going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. That offensive line's going to be playing nasty. You got a tight end room that wants to call themselves the badasses. 
I think they're setting just the right tone for where they need to be this coming season. And with Fryermuth, you're going to see a guy who's going to, I think, you know, he, I think he may start slow, not get a lot of snaps early on, but as the season goes on, he's going to get more, and he's going to be more of an impact player in this offense. Certainly, if that's the case, this team got a lot, got, has a very high, much higher ceiling than expected. Because a, a, as Dean mentioned, the tight end position can be a very unique spot. I mean, in the NFL, when you have a great tight end, it does a whole lot for you. If they can block, it's an extra guy on the edge that can seal off the edge rusher or get shipped to the linebackers and set and set off tackle runs. If they can catch, we've seen the Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, all the big names at the tight end position. Now, nobody's saying that Frymuth's going to step on and be a Travis Kelsey or George Kittle, but if he's able to be that dual threat of a run blocker and a pass catcher, it's going, like Dean said, it's going to create matchup problems. And we used to talk about with Vance McDonald and Eric Ebron, the potential of 12 personnel men, that situations that didn't work too well because one, Vance McDonald was on his way out the NFL and two, Eric Ebron just wasn't a blocker. But if you're able to get Pat Frymuth to that stage, when you get two tight ends, and for those who don't understand, 12 personnel situations, that means you have one running back, two tight ends, and then with those two, you have, you of course, then have two wide receivers on the field. That's a situation where you can have two bigger guys at the tight end position who can help block in the middle of the field and help set up that run game, but also at the same time be that dual threat passer that linebackers then say, we don't know what's about to come at us. And like we've been saying all offseason, balance is going to be key for this offense. Josh, you grew up in Pittsburgh. You know what it was like to see Heath Miller and what he brought. I wanted to get your thoughts on how that could drastically change how this offense look is having a dual threat situation at the tight end position. I think Heath Miller, the day he retired, might have been my saddest day as a Steelers fan. I love that man. He was so steady. You could expect him to do everything and do it with a smile on his face. He was just the consummate tight end that any franchise could want. And he won two Super Bowls. So, I mean, you can't argue with the results. I don't, I mean, let's be honest. We, we have a white tight end again, which means people are going to be yelling Keith over and over and over. That's just how it works in Pittsburgh. We can, we can talk about it, but I like dying. He said, we have a white tight end again in Pittsburgh, but he's right. I mean, Jesse James wasn't Heath, but when he caught the ball, they were Heath. And he was like, I'll take it. And Vance McDonald is, it's so funny, but continue, Josh. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's just, that was a hilarious point (laughs) that Pittsburgh fans, it don't matter if you're wearing eight, three, eight, five, eight, eight, or one, two. If you a tight end, you catch the ball over middle. Heath is chanted. That's the, that's the legacy that dude left in this city. Exactly. And also make no mistake, Jesse James caught the ball. Um, but no, no, and, and that's a serious point as well, though, that Heath left a big tight end legacy in this city. And that it, and nobody nobody has filled the shoes yet, and nobody should be expected to yet because of, of Heath's longe- longevity. What we need from the current room is reasonable expectations. And I honestly think, I think badass A is a reasonable expectation. Like that's, that's a mindset and that, that's, that's an expectation to lay on other people. So that's good stuff. I like that Pat Fairmuth already is trying to shrug off that baby Gronk nickname. I saw him earlier in the season talking about how much he hated it. And I don't blame him because that's an unfair moniker to put on a tight end. You can't expect someone to come into a league and immediately do what Gronk did. I think what he won three, he won three of the Patriots, uh, Super Bowls, right? That's 
You're yeah. not like Framworth is not about to immediately come in and make the Steelers mad. But see, I didn't think it was because he because of Gronk, you know, because of Gronk's stature that he didn't like it. He was like, "Hey, don't tie me to anybody. I'm my own man." And, okay. and I get, I get that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be Baby Paul Zeiss because people think I look. Everyone thinks I look like him, or ba- Baby, you know, whoever. Like you know, I, and, and like I, I, I wouldn't want that. I'm Chris Carter. Call me by my name. Give me my own nickname. I don't want to be Lil this or like you know, like like I, I want to be Chris Carter on on the Locked On Steelers podcast. You better say at Carter Critiques when you talk to me. Don't don't you know? It's like the, I, I think that's where he was coming from. But either way, I'm with you. I think it's a good thing that he wants his own identity in the NF. L Josh and um it, it's such it, it is kind of refreshing to have that I, I wanted to flip back to Dean for for a second here Dean you know it's interesting that you know you got Eric Ebron talking like that and then uh, talking the way he is giving them and you know having them a nickname and talking about the swag that they're about to carry and here's Pat Fryman big enough of a rookie to say don't call me nothing call, call me my name call me you know I want to earn my own nickname this is this is a this is a very young Steelers team with a lot of guys that are that are learning what it make, takes to be in the NFL and are setting what could be the culture for the organization for years to come. Dean, as a guy, you've been a, you grew up a Steelers fan. You saw that the, the '70s era. You saw them go through the '80s, in the '90s, and come back in the 2000s and win Super Bowls. H- how does this like seeing some of these young guys, the way that they're attacking? their early seasons with the team. How, what kind of impression does that leave on you as far as what tone might be set in this locker room? That's exactly the tone I want to see. I want them to have swagger. I want them to have confidence. I don't want them to be timid. This is a very young team in many positions. They've got to come in there bold. They've got to come in there with the chip on their shoulder. They have to do that. They have to play nasty, as I had mentioned earlier. They've got to show the NFL, you know, yeah, we've got the gunslinger on his last ride, but we aren't done, okay? You're not handing this division over to Baltimore or Cleveland at this point. We are a player in the game, and we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And now, the one thing that I would challenge Steeler Nation to do with Pat Fryermuth is to just adjust it a little bit and just make it smooth, smooth. Can we do that? Can we all agree to do that? Dean brings up a great point. There needs to be a new chant. And, 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 like, it's sad to say, let the Heath chant die, but let it be its own thing. Like it, it, it had a great run from 2004 to or 2005 to 2014 and really to 2017 because they kept using it for jesse james and everybody else um you know it's it's had a great run but it's time to set up something new for the tight ends but you know again it's important to see this kind of a, a good culture being established and part of that good culture is confidence in yourself confidence in your teammates and the swagger to stand up on and, and, and say these type of things and then back it up on the field because one thing that josh said they ain't earned a no nickname yet because we ain't seen them play together yet. You know, you know, Eric Ebron, you know, had a better than year than they had had with Vance McDonald and Jesse James in, in, in the years past, but still wasn't, you know, a certified badass. You know, the, you know, in, you know, in, in, that, in that situation, he was he was talented, and I think that he had to, he has the potential to get there if he can limit those drops a little bit a little bit more. Um, and Pat Frymuth, he's a rookie. We we ain't we haven't even seen him in pads yet in a Steelers uniform because he has that hasn't happened in training camp yet. So. I think Josh is right. 
they got to earn it. But it's still it's interesting to see what's happening. What's 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 happening uh, with with this Steelers team um, on the field and training camp? We're going to see again. You know, the pads didn't happen on Tuesday. They are going to happen on Wednesday. That has been confirmed. Uh, so if you're a Steelers fan heading to Heinz Field for for practice, remember you do got to get a ticket. Tickets are free, but you got to sign up on Ticketmaster, get your ticket so you can check in. You won't be able to really interact with the players too much, but you will be able to see them practice um, live in front of your eyes in Heinz Field for the first time. Uh, it's the first time that you'll see them in person since the playoff loss to the Browns. So uh, that's going to be huge. Do be there. I will be there with Steeler Nation Radio all week long into Saturday. So do tune into Steeler Nation Radio where I'm teaming up with West West Euler from 1 to 4 and then with Adam Crowley from 4 to 6. It's going to be a really fun time. And hit me up. I will be in the Ford Fan Zone. That's where we're posted up uh, for our shows uh, from 1 to 4. So do check us out there um, on Steeler Nation Radio um, as we're as we're doing things. Just like you check us out here on, St- on, on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Now, I got to throw it to another break here when we come back there's a there's a specific player whose time is running out at a key position i'm not even gonna try to set it up anymore y'all know if you've been listening to this podcast josh has been a big bring aaron Rodgers to pittsburgh type of dude that's a fight that him and dean have had all off season ever since the aaron Rodgers drama started you have the new deal that he struck with green bay that's going to allow him to maybe maneuver a little bit at the end of the season that's going to be a point of emphasis that we're going to address in the next segment is how they feel, how I feel. If it's relevant, it's something that even you should even waste time thinking about Steelers fans. We'll deal with that in just a minute. But first, we got to talk about our friends at Built Bar because Built Bar, as you know, as I've told you many times, if you want a healthy treat that tastes like a candy bar, Built Bar is the protein bar for you. It's the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, and it comes in so many different flavors. Whether you want a fruity snack like raspberry, strawberry or orange or something different like salted caramel cookies and cream or my personal favorite double chocolate built bar has so many flavors and the best part about those flavors is they come in a healthy package built bars range from 130 to 180 calories with 17 to 18 grams of protein only four to five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs that's a tasty treat and a healthy snack That'll save you from eating that snack that you'll regret later and stay on task with anyone's diet. Order today and get your favorite flavor delivered to your door. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, all capital letters, no spaces, LOCKED15. And you'll get 15% off your code order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. We're going to be right back here with more on your Pittsburgh Steelers right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm Chris Carter here with Dean and Pietro, who was dancing to our theme music during the break. Um, we appreciate that. That uh, that music is uh, from uh, the song "Too Easy" by Nerd Boy of uh, Renaissance Records. You can check that. Um, you can check them out for sure. Hit them up on Google if you go to our podcast description um, on any of our our Spotify's and Apples. You can get links to that page. Absolutely. So uh, thanks, Dean, for bopping to a good song there. Um, but uh, we're back with Dean and Josh. We're gonna wrap up the show here real quick. A shorter segment to to wrap things up. But I gotta get you guys' thoughts on this Aaron Rodgers situation. I'm gonna let Josh go first because Aaron Rodgers is his boy. He's been saying him 
He's been, t- he's been saying his name all offseason, and he thinks that Aaron Rodgers is the next next dude that you can just bring into Pittsburgh. Josh, you've been seeing how the news has played out for Aaron Rodgers. He will play for the Packers this year, but it looks like he may be hitting free agency or at least on the move next year. What are your thoughts? Are you still on board to bring A-Rod to the Pittsburgh train? Look, we now know exactly what the deal is. Rodgers is coming back to Green Bay this year. And then he is more likely than more likely than not out. Dean's you know disgust is hilarious right now. You know who else is more likely than not out after this year? One Benjamin Roethlisberger. That's going to leave a power gap at the top of the Steelers QB room. Do you want to go through another season with Mason Rudolph as the starting quarterback? I don't. I don't particularly want to see anyone on the Steelers' current roster be the starting quarterback for the Steelers. What I would like is to bring in a, a guy who can at least do a great impression of an NFL start, starting quarterback while the Steelers find a real solution, a real long-term solution in the draft. Can you think of a better one- or two-year stopgap option in the NFL than Aaron freaking Rodgers while the Steelers make actual moves to get their QB of the future. I don't care how numbers work. Do not talk to me about math and money. This is a great idea. Don't give Josh facts. Just tell him that Aaron Rodgers is going to be. It is infallible. And Aaron Rodgers, give me, I I, I will, I will go on NFL.com and make my Aaron Rodgers 2022, 23 Steelers jersey right now. Like I, I'm all in. Make it happen somehow, Kevin Colbert. I have faith in you. And Colbert, we trust. <laughs> Josh is banking on Kevin Colbert making a big move. We don't even know if Kevin Colbert's going to be here next year. He might. This might be his last year GMing the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, okay, I watched Dean Hemmenhaw on mute while, while Josh was doing that. Uh, so I'm going to give Dean his chance to respond to Josh because we know if you've been listening to the podcast, these two guys go at each other like nobody's business. So, Dean, the floor is yours. What do you have to say to Josh after all those statements about Aaron Rodgers coming to the Steelers? What I appreciate, Josh, is your consistency in your insanity. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, um, when was the last time he won a Super Bowl? When they beat the Steelers, he has won. All that greatness around him, okay? Everything built around him. He's an elite quarterback, and he still has not been able to will his team to yet another Super Bowl. And you want to bring the old guy version of Aaron Rodgers in here as a stopgap? First of all, you don't know what Haskins is going to show us. He might show us something spectacular. And he might be ready to take over for Ben, but if he's not, there are some quarterbacks coming out in that draft that just might be able to get the job done. And maybe you've only got to do with Mason Rudolph for one season, but you're still going to have a strong running game. You're still going to have an elite defense. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that 2004 team was not built on elite Ben Roethlisberger. It was built on rookie Ben Roethlisberger with a running game and a defense. That's what you need. You don't need to bring in another aging guy who can be a problem if he doesn't get his way to play for this franchise. When Rodgers is done, he can just go somewhere else to hang it up. 
Man, my man Dean is bringing the fire over here. I am just cackling in the background as I'm on you while he talks. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I can't. I, unfortunately, we are low on time, so I can't let you guys really continue to go back and forth. We, I'm, but here's the thing. This is going to happen. This is going to go on for another year. I am sure we will revisit the Aaron Rodgers topic at some point for these two guys to just have at each other's throats. And hopefully, uh, Dean will get some headphones so we can not have him, have him on mute. Uh, at some point in time, in time. but uh guys thank you so much this has been a really fun show i want to give you guys a chance to uh, uh, plug plug your work and let people know they can find you follow you and get more to see you josh you first sure um you can find me on the locked on sailors facebook page uh as you can see at on my twitter is at jackselberg and uh, you can find my work at postgazette.com and if you like disney plus shows that aren't marvel marvel or star wars uh, you might like what I got coming out later this week. What What's wrong with Marvel and Star Wars? What's What's wrong oh, with that? I, they just don't, it's not what don't, I'm co- don't. it's just not what I'm covering this week. I'm about to say, just watch your mouth, Mandalorian. There are, there are other I shows. Mean, we, no, there's not. It, that, those shows, and that's it. That's all. That's all I need. You give me those, I'm happy. That's I mean, sad. there's other shows that are good, not in Disney Plus, but but I'm, I'm sorry. As long as they keep feeding me my Marvel shows, I'm I'm a happy dude. I love Star Wars. The Bad Batch has been tight, man. Get, 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 Josh, get out. Of Bad here. Batch is get great. I, I watch the Bad Batch. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. As long as you're not bad mouthing it, all right, we're good to go. Good to go. Dean, before this man says anything bad about Loki or any of the shows that you and I have enjoyed, I want to give you a chance to tell our fans where you can fo- where they can follow, find you, and get more of your work. The only reason to have Disney plus Star Wars and, and MCU. Anyway, so <laughs> you can find me at imdean16 on Twitter. As you see, you can find me in the Locked on Steelers podcast. And I will give a shout out to anybody who refers to Josh as Baby Dean. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's wild. Baby me right now. <laughs> he said, Am I am muted. You're unmuted. You are t- you are live on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. This means war. This means war. Dean is cackling on mute over this there. This means, means war. Ba- baby Dean. Yo, on the Lockdown Steelers Facebook group, which you can all, which anyone can get into for free, you can go and if you call Josh, it's going to be war. Call Dean, Dean. call Dean old Josh. Old Josh. Ooh, ooh. This is the fire. This is wild. All right, I gotta cut it. We're well, we're way over our time here on the Lockdown Steelers podcast. Thank you so much both for being here. As always, you can follow me if you're lo- if you're loving this work. You can follow me Car- at Chris Carter on- at Carter Critiques on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com. You can hear the Lockdown Steelers podcast as well as watch here on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, you can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the app Odyssey. If you're listening to us on Apple, please leave us a five star review with a positive comment. It goes a long way to helping out the show and everything that we're that we're doing there stay tuned to locked on Steelers podcast we got a lot more coming your way as training camp continues also check me out on Steeler Nation radio I will be there from one to six tomorrow while I will also be at Heinz Field for training camp as the pads go on stay tuned we got a lot coming your way we'll be back in your ear tomorrow with more right here on Locked on Steelers <laughs>